0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy.
1: Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 52. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. How about you?
2: Uh,
1: I've been better, you know, flu season is upon us, so, uh, you know, that, and coughed my back out, so I'm hobbling around like I'm 85, but other than that, everything's lovely.
2: Oh, boy, that's a little crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I stay away from that flu. Yeah,
1: it's uh, it, it's not like the man flu kind of thing, it's just more of a nuisance than anything.
2: Yeah, you say that, but there are women that would say otherwise, I'm sure. (laughs) But, you know, speaking of the flu, they said that the vaccine is not that effective this year. I'm uh,
1: one of those that does not believe in the flu vaccines.
2: I don't get it either. I don't get it because I'm allergic to a lot of things, but... But they said it's only like forty two percent effective, maybe less.
1: Yeah, you gotta think about how many they have to prepare for the next year. So essentially they are guessing what flu is gonna hit us next year and they're making Absolutely. those now.
2: That's right. Hit or miss. Hit or You're miss. You're exactly right. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, the Trump transitional team. Now, remember, between the election and the inauguration, Trump had a transitional team preparing for his people to take over the presidency. Right. Okay. Now, it seems that Mueller, according to the legal team, illegally obtained emails. Now, supposedly the legal team was sitting around waiting for them to subpoena emails in this Russian collusion investigation. Right. They didn't subpoena them and it didn't come and it didn't come. And guess why? Hmm. Wow. They already got them.
1: Ah.
2: Apparently, they, you know, how the NSA really keeps track of all of our conversations and our emails. And, you know, supposedly they don't look at them unless, you know, they unmask, you know, a citizen or if a foreigner is a threat. Right. Well, apparently they just got him from the NSA. Huh. Now, the, the attorneys for Trump say that they potentially violated attorney client privilege and the Fourth Amendment, which protects against unlawful search and seizure. I agree. Yeah. I mean, how can you say otherwise? Why didn't they just ask for them and discover some sort of discovery? Or subpoena them.
1: They're just too used to going out and doing whatever they want.
2: I, I think you're right. I think they are used to this sort of grab of information. And it was the culture during the Obama administration. It was okay to do that. You see it on a lot of levels. You know, We start with, what was her name, Susan Powers and Susan Rice. All right. We've seen it over and over again. And the FBI and the DOJ, where they just come along and
1: do whatever they want,
2: do whatever they want, unmask. Right. It was a culture.
1: Right. Well, essentially what they've done now is made none of that admissible in a court of law.
2: I agree. I agree. But um, I'm not sure they understand that or feel that way, because there is this sort of odd sense of privilege that exists among these guys. Hmm. And I say these guys, these people, I should say these people. Stinks like it Clinton be, to me. It really does. It really does. But there is that thought among political people that are career employees of the government and others. Hmm. And if you ask me, Trump's biggest mistake is not perhaps clearing out some of these career people from the beginning. Right. I think sometimes he was a little surprised that he won the presidency and really was not prepared to replace some of these people. And in a lot of cases, you can't replace them because it's very difficult to fire someone that works for the government. Right. Now, today and tomorrow, they are doing some more interviewing. And this interviewing um, in Congress is all about... The special counsel and how they have been handling the Russian probe, the Russia investigation, the Hillary Clinton emails. Right. I'm hoping we've learned something. What would that be? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question because we kind of already know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I mean, you're right. I mean, what can we learn that we don't already know? Yeah. I guess it would be more substantiation.
1: You need special counsels for special counsels. It's There's a lot of ridiculous. people that say that. Yeah, well, it, it is totally true now.
2: You know, And then there are a lot of people that says Trump should hire Mueller. Oh, gosh, I do not think so. Now, over the weekend, Trump says he has no plans to fire Mueller. Um, yeah. I think that that would just be like slitting his own arrest.
1: Yeah, I, okay. I don't think it you would know, look good in... No. no,
2: I mean, it's just going to look bad. That's another the way, you know, but I, I agree with a lot of people, too. That says that special counsels do not get you what you want. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they do not tend to get the information that you were originally after. They start going down a road that they were never hired to go down, but because they have no oversight, they can yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, Uh, they have to make themselves relevant. That need to make themselves relevant is very dangerous.
1: Well, so far it's been a whole waste of time. But if
2: you don't have anything greater than Michael Flynn, then shut it down.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, and for all those people that hope to impeach Trump, Stop it! Do you? It wouldn't be worth what it would do to the country. Just go to the polls next time.
1: Yeah, and I—they I, would have done it by now if they would have had the evidence, and they obviously exactly. don't have the evidence.
2: They don't have the evidence, but there's a there's a couple people in Congress and on some of these committees that are saying, "Oh yeah, they have it." Well, really? Then yeah. then where? Then show it to us.
1: Yes. Well, I don't believe they do have it No, otherwise they would have used it for sure For sure
2: Okay, well, sexual harassment just keeps getting deeper and deeper And, um, you know, we certainly can't keep up with every single one of them Or we would be talking from, you know, noon to night <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know Sad, but, isn't it? Sad. It is very really sad But they're, we we bring it up when it is interesting Jerry Richardson, owner of the NFL team, the Carolina Panthers, announced yesterday he would sell the team upon the season's completion. This comes after allegations that he verbally, sexually harassed some female employees and used racial slurs against an African American employee. Wow! Apparently, there's you know the player, the um, owners are putting a lot of pressure on him to you know sell his team.
1: Right, right. Um, Rightly so. I, I
2: think it's sad. I oh, I agree. I I just think it's just sad that it's come to this.
1: Well, better now than later, I guess.
2: Yeah, and and it seems to be hitting a lot of these guys are really old, you know. And what a terrible, sad way to go out. Yeah, I definitely. mean, but they're victims. I I don't want to diminish their victims. I I really don't. I just am speechless sometimes.
1: Yeah, people who you never thought.
2: Like like grandpa guys, you know, it's like, oh, stop it.
1: You know, people that you never thought would be like that, like Kevin Spacey, Dustin Hoffman, you know.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, NBC has got another problem. They reportedly paid um, a sexual harassment victim of Chris Matthews on MSNBC, an undisclosed amount back in 1999. Hmm. But are there others? There's this thought out there that there might be others, and in today's climate, can NBC keep him? Because they've already set a pace here that they're going to, if you've ever had anyone complain that you mistreated them, it doesn't matter how many years ago. I mean, that's the precedence that Hollywood and the news media has set. Yeah. OK, so can they keep Chris Matthews on M- MSNBC?
1: Good question. What is it with the news guys?
2: I think it's the personality that gravitates towards on air news,
1: it, it, TV
2: news. It's a real
1: head scratcher.
2: There's been a couple of high profile writers. But for the most part, it's it's been guys that get in front of that camera. Huh. A type you know, personality. It, it is an A type but it's even maybe a triple-A type. I mean, there's A types, you know, that do a lot of things, but I'm wondering if it's not even beyond that. And, you know, you were talking about Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Accusers keep going forward. I believe he's 80 years old now. Right. Five more people have came forward. Some are underage. They're talking, I mean, now what do we do? This 80-year-old actor who had a stellar career, many amazing movies, Are we going to boycott his movies, you know? Right. I mean, you know, they talked about going back into some of Kevin Spacey's movies and removing him and putting in another character. You know, with technology, they can do that now. Are they going to start doing that on a guy like Justin Hoffman, you know? And where does it start? Where does it stop? And also, what is harassment? What is abuse?
1: Well, you know know what? It's very interesting. I had this talk with my 92-year-old mother the other day.
2: Oh, my.
1: Yeah, she brought it up. She was watching the news and saw the sexual harassment, sexual assault things. And her question was, why now? Why now do you want to do this? You know, where the hell were you before? I agree with
2: her. And, And here's what I'm concerned about. And I wonder if your mother was, too. You know, these women are coming forward, as they should. I'm not saying that. But what are the repercussions going to be? Just because the climate... Is ready to hear about these people just because the men are being removed. Right. Does that mean that you're still going to be able to work or they're going to hire you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very worried about that. Now, some of these Hollywood people, I mean, they've already made their money. Right. But because I come from a culture, you leave a job because someone is harassing you and you go someplace else, you don't necessarily say that's why you left. I'm not saying that is the right thing to do. I'm just saying that's what worked. and i'm I'm really nervous that, despite this open forum that has been created, I don't think anybody has ran out and hired some of these women that came forward at Fox that aren't working. right. I mean, they were some of the first. That's why I mentioned them. I know a couple of them definitely need work couple of them garden a big enough payday then they probably don't need it. Right. But nobody's hiring them.
1: Who wants to?
2: They're afraid of them. That's yeah, like I said. That's I mean, it. there's lots of things that employers are afraid of. I mean, even like I said, even if you've been people of, I used to do research for an attorney and even people that have had civil cases that they won, an employer, even a renter, will shy away from those people because right. we had cases where that had happened. Hmm. Because those are people that are more likely to go through the court system if something goes wrong, like their shower leaks, and they get mold, right. or I don't know what, you know, or they would go forward if someone said something rude to them, right. Something rude, because right. it's hypothetical. So that's a problem. There's another problem. What about office romances? 42% of us meet our significant other at work in a, in a capacity related to work, okay? Employers are going to absolutely forbid it because if it goes wrong, even if it goes right for a while, their liability and their exposure is just way too much.
1: Personally, I've never in my own sandbox. You know, I've never... You didn't
2: meet somebody there?
1: No, no. Well, you I know, there's really there people I would have somebody. dated, but yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah, but like
2: of, too, what if you had like um I met a salesman when I was working, didn't work with me, but he called on me at a job. Hmm. You know? I mean, but think about it. There's implications there. I just don't know where this ends and I I think if we don't define it, we're setting ourselves up for a a mega disaster. Uh financially, um this is really going to hurt companies. The insurance is going to skyrocket in the wake of all of this and um i noticed the other day that one of the ad agencies had to fire their ceo mm-hmm. for sexual harassment charges and they replaced him very quickly with female less liability now yeah. it's not that i don't think mm. a woman can do it but i'm just saying this is going to be an automatic marker against guys well here's a guy here's a gal now, some are going to say they deserve it because they've had a, a free pass for a lot of years. I, I'm i just one of those people that say the best person should be in in a position. Right. And I'm afraid that's really going to hurt men.
1: I'm sure there is going to be some innocent men out there that go down over this. I'm positive that's going to happen.
2: And office romances are going to go back to the closet.
1: Yeah, back to the way it was in the 50s, maybe.
2: Yeah, and I don't see how. You know, you talk about a subordinate, you know, I mean, Mika and Joe, I don't know how NBC lets that go because it violates their standard. Uh, Former Governor Mike Huckabee even called them out on that the other day after they were attacking his daughter, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Um, He said that he didn't believe Mika was the moral police. And I agree with him. (laughs) You know, she wasn't married when this started. But can they allow them to stay and let go of guys like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of contractual thing that they have nobody else has. I don't know.
2: know. Maybe. I doubt it, but it may be. Okay, well, remember Sarah Palin.
1: Yes, who could forget? Yes.
2: Oh my gosh, talk about controversy. Well, they're still a controversial family. Sarah Palin's son has been arrested on domestic violence charges. Over the weekend, Track Palin was charged for felony burglary, fourth-degree assault, and criminal mischief. Ouch. He was charged back in 2016 uh, with domestic abuse. His mom, Sarah, blamed PTSD after he served about a year in Iraq. Wow. That okay. She claims she came back with different, with PTSD. I um, don't know. They dropped the charges in 2016. I'm not sure that's going to happen this time.
1: Yeah, not with multiple charges. Not, not I this don't time. think so. No. Yeah.
2: Sad. So yeah. It is very sad. Very sad. Um, a power outage at the Atlanta airport brought the facility to a standstill yesterday for more than 13 hours. Crazy.
1: Yeah, that is. I, I mean, In, it in this like day and they age?
2: Have, Yeah, that's the busiest airport in the country. They had very little generator supplied power. Uh, a woman described walking down a hallway as being pitch dark. Are you kidding me? They didn't have... Like battery operated lights, or you know, have they heard of something called a flashlight?
1: Yeah, that it just
2: boggles the mind. Yeah, there was no food. I mean, um, apparently, Chick fil A, who's normally closed on Sundays for religious reasons, they let their employees off, cooked some food at at another facility. And brought that to people. They passed out um, wow. a lot of food, so um, that was kind of nice. That was people were laughing. So that was the one way to get some Chick Fil A on Sunday.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd rather well, not. Thank yeah, you. I can't imagine being in a germy airport with no power. Oh my god. Or air
1: conditioning. Yeah. Oh
2: gosh, yeah. And Atlanta is muggy. You know, muggy art. Even this yeah. time of year in yeah. the afternoon. So flights are probably still a little messed up over that.
1: I'd imagine. Because
2: they couldn't land planes, and so the planes won't be in the right place. Yeah, it's a mess.
1: Yeah, that would disrupt the entire schedule in this side of the
2: planet. Exactly. Another alarming situation, um, Senator McCain has returned home to Arizona as he has become increasingly frail and ill due to the cancer treatments for his brain cancer. The tax bill will be voted on sometime this week. They're supposed to start the voting process tomorrow. President Trump says that John McCain will come back if his vote is needed. NBC says otherwise. Apparently, John McCain has the same cancer as Beau Biden, Joe Biden's son had. And we know that that took Beau's life two years ago now. Right. I think it was about two years ago. I don't know. Things do not look good for Senator McCain. Now, I do know, and you know a lot better than I do, that cancer treatment can make you seem frail and sick. It doesn't mean that it's not working and it doesn't mean you're going to die.
1: So true there. Yes. You are one hundred percent correct there. Yes.
2: So, you got down to how much? One hundred and
1: ten pounds.
2: Oh, that yeah. was had, That was like very skinny. So you, you had hard to call. You're you call yourself frail at that point, right?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. No immune system at that point either, because your entire immune system is fighting the cancer treatment. So people don't usually oh, yeah. die from cancer; they die from the treatment. Yeah, that's so sad.
2: Oh. Okay, and speaking of yucky flu, or things look yucky for Royal Caribbean as they attempt to disinfect a ship after 330 passengers became sick at their stomachs. Nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Doc, how would you like to be on that next cruise that goes after that one?
1: No, thank you. No. I think
2: I'd want my money back.
1: Oh, well, why does it smell like a Christmas tree in here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Good luck with that, Royal Caribbean. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's what I say. And, you know, I think about those things when I haven't gone on a cruise in a long time, probably for about that reason. I'm a bit of a germaphobe. So it's a lot of people in a cramped space. Yes, and I've seen some
1: horrible videos of some rough seas and all kinds of things. I'm, I,
2: nah. Yeah, I, I don't mind the rough seas, but I don't get seasick. But I, I know that I have also been on a cruise where, you know, the company rented the whole ship. So it wasn't, there weren't as many people, and you kind of knew the people you were on the ship with, you know. I like that better. Right. And especially in the Caribbean because they have a history of getting sick in the Caribbean. Now, some of those Alaskan tours, I've never heard of one of those Northern. Oh, I mean, you get a lot of them in there in Vancouver, I Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. I There's mean, they don't, pretty much... they
2: don't get the flu virus like they do in the Caribbean. And I think it's because germs grow well where it's hot and damp.
1: Yeah, you're probably right there. I mean, we they go by daily, so, and multiple probably per day. So. Yeah. Yeah, never heard any ship going north getting people getting I sick. I haven't on either. It. I haven't either. Good point.
2: True. So, tis the season. Yes. To be jolly
1: and get the flu, unfortunately. You know,
2: you're not very jolly. No. Getting all sick up there.
1: Yeah. Well, it happens. <laughs>
2: that's that's, very, that's true. That's very true.
1: Uh, you mentioned something earlier about a Washington train derailment. You said this just—oh,
2: absolutely, yeah, this just happened. Uh, a train has derailed. Now, oddly enough, this is a new high-speed train. It was just inspected Friday. This is like a new leg of the huh. train. Okay, so it derails on an overpass.
1: Oh my!
2: The cars are hanging off. One or two of them. Land on cars
1: going below down in the street of going below. There
2: are at this point at least six dead. I have heard, and this may change, you know, 77 injured. It is stabbed. It is horrible. The pictures are awful. Wow. There could have been something on the track, though. I mean, you know, there's also complaints about our infrastructure. There are people that are already saying that, you know, the fact that we have not repaired our infrastructure is has caused this. I think it's a little early to say that. There could have been, you know, a car or something. They say, though, that even if there was a car on the rail, that it should not have derailed it. It could be. We, I don't we, know that much. I ride the rails when I go to the city, but. We do
1: get some news about your crumbling infrastructure up here. But uh, never put absolutely. much thought to it. But uh, you know, you got to keep that stuff up.
2: Now, absolutely. Now, they've mentioned that this particular train goes up to Vancouver. Wow. So, hmm. uh, this was 50 miles south of Seattle um, in the Tacoma area, of all wow. places. You know, you don't really, not a lot happens up there that's horrible like that. First of all, Everything in Seattle is new compared to every place else in the country. Right. I mean, it's one of the newer cities. Technology was birthed there for the most part. So their infrastructure is typically better than most in the United States.
1: That's a scary thought.
2: It is a scary thought. So, you know, and I always think about that bridge that collapsed in Minnesota. Remember that a few years ago? Yeah, that was uh, unreal. That was horrible. I can't even remember what the death toll from that was, but it was very horrible. Yeah. And a friend of mine said that she just missed it. She had just exited off of that by like five minutes. I, I don't know, you know, just crazy.
1: Scary. Yeah. It is wow. very
2: scary. Very scary.
1: Scary is also having Kaepernick visit inmates at Rikers to talk police brutality.
2: Is that an oxymoron or what?
1: I read that headline and I just burst out laughing. I'm like, who in their right mind? De Blasio. That was a- wow. Bill
2: de Blasio, the mayor of New York City. And the warden is mad.
1: Wow. Yeah, no now, doubt.
2: This has already happened. So, uh, Kaepernick actually did not say anything disturbing but the whole idea is just ludicrous
1: yeah
2: i mean what do they want a revolt
1: i In the prison. yeah someone has not got good judgment that is horrible horrible
2: it is horrible and i'm um, speaking of kaepernick there is a guy, and I'm just saying this off the cuff. I wasn't even thinking about mentioning this today, that is considering buying an NFL team, probably the Carolina Panthers. Right. And he says he, the first thing he will do is hire Kaepernick.
1: Wow. I don't even know what to say to that.
2: I don't either. Holy So that smoke. is breaking. Um, another piece of breaking news is that the CEO – Of ESPN, we've had a lot of stories about ESPN and the nutty things they do and the nutty things they allow and how their ratings are going down. Anyway, their um, president, John Skipper, has resigned, citing substance abuse issues. (laughs) Wow. So that just came out. Um, Along with, um, there's been an incident at the Royal Air Force Base in um, the UK. Huh. That's uh we use that base.
1: Right, right.
2: The United States Air Force does. Yeah, I, I think
1: anyway, I read that it's a good Anyway, it's been morning. put
2: on lockdown. So right.
1: nobody knows what this guy is. Nobody was knows watering. what I
2: mean, isn't that the same one where they they cited some UFOs some years ago?
1: Yeah. Some very
2: incredible UFO sightings there.
1: What was uh, the name of it? Rosenbury? Is that it? Roddenberry? I don't know. Something like that.
2: I don't know, but um maybe there's been more UFOs. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, the just, Pentagon is. Yeah,
2: either that or they got a not running around with a gun or a grenade. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know what that guy wants, but the Pentagon is investigating some UFOs.
2: Yeah, thanks to Harry Reid, we've spent too much money on it. <laughs> Republicans are griping about it because Harry Reid started it all.
1: Oh wow. What a crazy world
2: we live in. Yes, we do. That's for sure. I guess we'd have to agree on that. Yeah, we would have to. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become a victim. Hashtag nobody's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there.
0: Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.